0: So I want to welcome everybody who's here tonight. Thank you so much for coming. Um, For anybody who hasn't met me, my name is Kelsey Terosian. I am the admissions manager at college, um, and I'm really excited about tonight's presentation. It's going to be amazing. Um, a couple of little things. So it's going to be how to hook your admissions reader, as you know. Um, first, I want to do a couple of housekeeping things before we get started. Um, if you have, this is a, this is an informal kind of a situation. So if you have questions that come up throughout the presentation, please feel free to ask. So if you roll your mouse over the bottom bar of your Zoom screen, you should see a Q&A box. Um, and if you have questions, please feel free to pop them into the Q&A box. Uh, we will maybe stop in the middle to be able to discuss anything that needs more clarification. Um, and if not, we will certainly get to any of your questions at the end. And the thing I want to encourage is please do interrupt, because you know, if you have a question, probably you're not the only one. So we really want to be able to address that in the moment. So I really encourage you to ask your questions. Um, for anybody here who is not already working with college a little bit about what we do college is a private college consulting company we are a team of experienced college admissions professionals works closely with students and their families um, on their path to higher education our series right now our goal right now is to meet as many families as where they are and bring them better access to information about college admissions and better access to higher education. A little bit about us, most of you know this, but um, as you're starting this process I want to encourage you to start writing now um, because with this team approach that we have you've got your team lead and then you've got your essay specialist and all of that comes together to help you make a good list and then start writing and use all of your time really well between now and the deadline. So the sooner that you start the more time you're gonna have right because that deadline is not gonna change Um, so the reason I want to share all of this the reason you can see down at the bottom of this you say you see it says 85% of our 2020 students were accepted to at least one of their top three choice schools so this is amazing and I have a sneaking suspicion that my rising seniors right now are going to even outdo last year's class so this the reason I'm telling you that is because this works when we're all working together, when you guys start early, when you start writing now, when you listen to, you know, James or Leanne or Cassie um, on your writing, you're really going to be so far ahead. You're going to be so far ahead of your friends. Um, and I want to let you know that you know now is the time. So let's get going. Um, I want to introduce James. James Hayashi uh, is here. Hi, James. Can you say hi? Hi, guys. Okay, there's James. Yay. Um, So he is one of our most seasoned essay specialists. He's worked with us for six years. He's completed his undergraduate work in English at UCLA. Uh, He earned a master's in professional writing from USC and he's also working on another master's. He also currently works as a writing advisor for graduate students. So everybody who's here tonight, I want to tell you, you are in very good hands. And without further ado, I'm going to hand it over to you, James.
1: Thanks, Kelsey. Uh, So yeah, before we dive into the material, and there's going to be a lot of material, um, I just wanted to let people know kind of um, what to expect. Uh, Part of the the reason we picked this topic, and I'm really excited to do this one, is I know a lot of students sit down and they get kind of stuck, like, how do I start or what do I write? Um, So if that's you, this is the webinar for you. If you feel like you have a good hook or a good intro paragraph to your essay already, this is also for you. Uh, Many of you know a lot of schools require not just one one question, but multiple supplements. And so if you're like, I have one great intro, but I need a couple other ideas for my other other essays, um, this is gonna provide a lot of helpful information for those students too. Uh, This is being recorded and anyone who's here and anyone who's not here will have access to the recording. So you don't really need to take notes. Um, I think it might be more helpful just to kind of listen and follow along and you can rewatch the video later if you need to pull any of the information back out of it. Um, so just uh, you can kind of relax, take a listen as we go through um, go through the material um, and the last thing I'll say before we dive in is uh, there will be uh, several different examples and types of hooks that we'll talk about. You don't have to try everything but you can just try a couple of them and we'll talk about that as we go along. Uh, so first what is a hook and why does it matter? Um, all of you are probably too young to remember this but in the 80s there was a, a dandruff uh, sh- shampoo commercial that said you only get one chance to make a first impression And I think that's totally true for your essays as well as for dandruff. You want to make a great first impression The essay is one of the first um, Personal parts uh, about you that an admissions committee gets to look at so you want to start off strong And the first part of the essay is a good place to do that uh, Good Hook secondly encourages your readers to read the whole essay One of my friends who's been doing admissions for a really long time says If the hook is good, she'll read the whole essay. If the hook is just okay, she'll kind of skim through it, uh, but she's not reading as intently and as in-depth. And you want the reader to read kind of as much as possible, as deeply as possible, so they see who you are and everything that you've jammed in there about yourself uh, to know who you are as an applicant. Um, Lastly, and we'll see this at the end, uh, provides a possible anchor point for you to loop back around. So intros and conclusions can both be hard, if you have a good intro, in a way you've kind of also written your conclusion. And again, we'll see what that means um, in one of the last slides. Uh, So just a few tips before we get started. My number one tip for everyone who's struggling with hooks is you don't have to write the hook first, you can actually do it last. Um, So of course it's the first thing your reader is gonna read, but it doesn't mean it's the first thing that you write. Um, Oftentimes it can be hard to know to um, how to hook your reader if you don't really know what the essay is about yet. So once you've written the essay, you can then go back and think, okay, I know what the body or the meat is, what's the best way to get the reader into that? Um, So it's it's oftentimes easier to figure that out after you've actually written the rest of the essay. So don't feel pressure to start the hook at the very beginning of your writing process. Um, Secondly, try a few different styles and see what's best for each of your personal statements, each of your essays. Um, Again, many of you will have to write a common app. If some of you are applying to the UCs, you know that you're going to have to write at least four essays. um, And different essays kind of benefit from different types of hooks. So that's one of the reasons we're going to go over several different types. So you'll have a lot of stuff in your bag of tricks uh, when you're trying to write all these different essays. Um, But I always encourage our students to try out different things and to see, right? There's no harm in just trying um, before you submit. Um, uh, Related to that, you'll want to mix it up when sending multiple essays to the same school. So again, for the UCs, there's four essays. You don't necessarily want like four anecdotes at the beginning of each of those. Um, You can try different things. Similarly, if you use um, a quotation at the start of your Common App essay, um, for a school that uses the Common App and has a supplement, you might want to try something a little different just so they're seeing different sides of you and, and your ability to work with different kinds of intros. And lastly, um, for those of you who are clients, and even those who are not, um, we invite you to, um, to get some extra help and to ask us. Um, we, I have lots of ideas. I, that's actually one of my favorite things is reading the essay, and I'm always like, I know what would make such a good hook for this one. So I love giving suggestions to people um, once I've seen the body of the essay. So reeling them in, con- uh, continuing our hooking metaphor. Um, The first sentence, the job of the first sentence is just to get enough um, of like a taste or a teaser to get the reader interested in the second sentence. And similarly, the job of the second sentence is to get them to the third sentence. Once they're on the third sentence, the reader is usually pretty hooked, right? So you just have to create enough mystery or enough question or enough interest um, to get them along kind of to the middle of your intro paragraph. Uh, So now we'll talk about successful um, types of hooks. I think we'll go through about five examples. Um, So I've given each of them a name and then you'll see an example of it. And then I'll talk about each one as we go along. And again, I'd like to remind everyone um, at the bottom, if you scroll your mouse along the bottom of the screen, a Q and A box will pop up and you can type in a question at any time. And I'm kind of constantly looking to see if anything's coming in. So feel free to ask a question as we go along. Okay, so the first one, the anecdote, this is the most, one of the most popular, but I think one of the most powerful and the most successful. I'll read the example, then we'll talk about it a little bit. Uh, So this one says, I can feel it coming, maybe two seconds before it happens. I fear it. My throat quickly tightens as if somewhere Darth Vader is using the force to choke me. My head jolts back ever so slightly in an unsuccessful attempt to relieve the tension. In a desperate attempt for survival, I try my hardest to speak like anyone else, but my muscles do not act as I want them to. I cannot get past the first sound. I stutter. Um, So this is actually a slightly shortened version of this student's intro. I shortened it to get it to fit on the slide. Um, I really like the first sentence. I can feel it coming maybe two seconds before it happens. So it just gives you a taste of like something's happening, but as a reader, we have no idea what yet. Uh, The second sentence, I fear it. So I still don't know what is it. Uh, And then kind of some humor like Darth Vader, it feels like Darth Vader is choking me with the force. Um, This one you can see it's really delayed what the essay is gonna be about. Uh, This student had a stutter, that was the difficulty he was overcoming um, kind of throughout uh, middle school and even into high school. And so his essay is about his process of overcoming that. But you don't know that until the very last word of this intro paragraph, right? I stutter. Um, Because really the rest of it, even though he's talking about his throat is tight or he can't talk. That could describe a lot of situations when you're just generally nervous about something. Um, So I really love how uh, this writer delays the meat of the essay. What is it going to be about? You have to keep reading and reading and then you find out I stutter. And again, another thing I'd say I like about this one is um, I like the humor, kind of the cultural reference, the Star Wars and Darth Vader. Um, So uh, some of you may be using an anecdote already and I'd say um, that's a, again, it's a great way to to start off your essay. Um, if you are, think about if maybe if there's a way that you can try to postpone what is the actual essay going to be about. Don't give it away too soon. you want to delay it just a little bit. Uh, the confession. So this is just kind of confessing something to the reader. Um, one of the most common questions, both for the UCs and for the Common App, is tell us about your biggest struggle, or we learn a lot from failure. Tell us about a time when you were challenged or you faced a difficulty or you failed. Um, So the confession kind of falls very naturally into that specific type of question. Um, I really like just the idea of reading someone's secrets, even someone I haven't met. Um, So anytime a student starts off with like a confessional kind of intro, I'm like, oh, what is this gonna be about? I'm gonna learn a secret that I didn't know before. So this one, the example says, to be honest, I was never all that great at sports. While I did obtain a moderate level of competency during my years playing soccer, I was never the star player. However, instead of moping about my incompetency, I embraced it and filled the empty space, the space of communication. Uh, So this essay, um, the student starts off with to be honest and they need to tell us something honest. I wasn't a great soccer player, right? Um, I like this because I would say a lot of sports essays are about how the student was the head of the football team, or she made the winning shot of the basketball game and she led her team to victory. Uh, This one is kind of the opposite, like I was a pretty mediocre player. I'm like, okay, I can trust this person, Uh, he's going to be honest about um, who he is and what his strengths and what his weaknesses are. Uh, So developing that sense of Uh, confidence uh, in the reader that you're going to tell them the truth is really important because the readers know um you know students may be kind of bragging and so the confession is a good way to earn their trust right at the beginning telling telling them something honest um and and not being afraid to admit a little weakness or admit something that you struggled with Uh, the paradox so this one actually has three examples we'll go through all three of them and see what they have in common. The first, I'm slightly addicted to skincare. The second, uh, in my next life, I wanna be a rich nanny. And the last one is one whole piece. I used to be an actor. Not that I don't try to be one now, of course, but my theatrical endeavors have turned toward less traditional values. I performed in plays and musicals, ranging from Shakespeare to West Side Story, and I loved every minute of it. However, upon entering high school, all of my time disappeared. Uh, So the first one, it's one of my favorite one-liners from uh, the year the student applied. Um, It actually has a couple of different paradoxes. Um, The first is with slight and addiction. Um, In most people's minds, addiction is all-consuming. It takes over, you know, all of your thoughts, everything that you do, um, kind of your whole person. Uh, So the idea of being slightly addicted is in itself a paradox. Uh, But secondly, we normally think of addiction as being something kind of serious and here she's saying, I'm addicted to skincare. So it's nothing harmful and it's nothing necessarily really serious. So there's this double kind of paradox of "Oh, these two things don't normally sit well together. I wonder what she's going to say about her addiction to skincare. Um, The second one, in my next life, I want to be a rich nanny. Now I've never heard uh, of anyone desiring like is their dream job. To be a nanny so that again in itself is kind of a weird and interesting play of like you know my dream job i'd love to be a nanny uh, but the second thing is a rich nanny most of the uh, nannies i know i've heard of are not like swimming in pools of gold so that was just like okay that's interesting i want to know more about this person what would it be to be a rich nanny and why is that her dream job in life and what does that have to do with her wanting to go to college so lots of questions. I had when I read that and it made me go to the second sentence and then the third. Finally, uh, I used to be an actor. Um, So most of the time we're reading about activities that students still do. Um, So I, you know, I play soccer, I'm in band, not like I used to do this. uh, This student, he said, I used to be an actor and I was like, well, sometimes when we use that language, it's like for someone who's deceased, like, oh, he used to, you know, be a construction worker until he passed away. Um, so in this one, I was like, well, obviously you're still alive. How come you're not an actor? What's going on? And again, it just raised questions for me as a reader. Um, I feel like that's, that's the most important thing is to generate a little bit of interest in who are you, what's going on in the story. And all three of these paradox intros, uh, they do that. They make me keep reading because I want to know more. I want to know, you know, why are you addicted to skincare? What draws you to being a nanny? Or how come you're not an actor anymore? Uh, fragments or a list. So we'll look at this one and then we'll talk about it as we've been doing. And again I just invite everyone if you have any questions go ahead and again at the bottom you'll see that Q&A box. Don't be afraid just to shoot us a question. uh, If there's anything you'd want to know more about or um, if you want if you have thoughts you can also offer those on the different examples. Uh, But this one says, constructing a garbage truck out of Legos as a kid, drafting and executing the designs for Little Chicky my robot for the sumo wrestling robot competition in fourth grade. Building a launchable rocket at Johns Hopkins Center for talented youth. My life has been a series of exercises in construction, each more intricate and challenging than the last. Uh, So originally, uh, this student had a very, very long introduction. He was writing about going into, or wanting to go into engineering. So he talked about all the different construction projects. He loves building and seeing how things go together and the mechanics of making something work. Um, but he started off because this love has been lifelong. He started off at like five years old and came all the way up to 17. And that was taking like three quarters of his essay. And I said, okay, well, you know, I love the ideas. I love showing your enthusiasm since you were young, but we can't have like, you know, 75% of your essay be about you when you were 10. Um, so I said, maybe one way to truncate this is to put each like idea just into a fragment and then to put all those fragments in the list and you can see it's a great effective way to collapse uh, all that time and all that writing into a very manageable little uh, paragraph. Um, so that goes from a kid playing with Legos to I think like a middle schooler who made uh, a robot for the sumo wrestling robot competition and then his experience at Johns Hopkins. And then what's really important for this type of hook I think is one full sentence that explains what the list is about. Uh, you'll notice if you read over this again later, uh, it doesn't really make a ton of sense until you get to that last part. Again, that last part is the, the key, it's, it ties everything together. And it tells us, what is this list about? It's about, you know, my whole life, I've been interested in building things and construction. And the reader's like, oh, okay, I see the common theme. Uh, the one other part I'd love to point out about this essay is the specific detail sumo wrestling robot competition. He told me, he was like, that's the name of the competition I was in in fourth grade. Is it okay if I mention it? I was like, yes, that's such a crazy, silly, unusual, unique name for a competition. Um, When I read it, I just, in my mind, pictured that scene in the beginning of Big Hero 6, uh, where Hero is sitting down and surrounded by um, onlookers and he's fighting, kind of like, it's sort of like a sumo competition where you're having to beat or push out the other robot. Um, So I just, it was visually, instantly I could see it in my mind and um, anytime you can include those kinds of specifics, especially really visual ones for the reader, it's a great way to hook them in. So this next one, uh, the non sequitur, um, I'll read it a little more slowly, a little more carefully, uh, because at the end we will see uh, the loop back to something here. So and you'll, you'll notice that. So this is the example where we'll see the intro here and then we'll see something in the conclusion that's tied in. So actually before we do that maybe I should define. So non sequitur means a response or something that doesn't follow the question or one statement that doesn't follow the statement that came before. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of see that in the first couple sentences. Detassling, simply defined, is the removal of the tassel from a cornstalk. So the pollination of the plant can occur and hybrid seed can grow. Among Midwestern high school students, detasting is infamous because it requires extremely long hours in the July heat, tolerance of corn rash and bugs, and a lot of physical strength. I signed up in response to a dare from someone who believed that I would not be able to last the full six weeks. Perhaps it was the growing recognition of my own strength, My pride in being one of the 12 detasselers out of the original 70 who were asked to work the entire season, or the antagonistic nature of the dare that propelled me through all six weeks, but what I learned from that experience has changed me as a person. Uh, So I believe the question that this was responding to was something like, uh, tell us about a moment when you met someone different and it changed your perspective on life, right? So tell us about someone who's different from you and how you changed your perspective on you or, or on your life. And the first sentence says detasseling, simply defined as the removal of the tassel from a corn stalk so that the plant can be pollinated. Uh, I have no idea what that means. It's definitely not about changing your life perspective. It's definitely not anything about the student at all. Uh, So I was like, I have no idea what this is gonna be about or what the student's gonna say. But by the end, right, she tells us, what I learned from that experience has changed me as a person. I'm like, okay, so this, act, this experience of detasseling, uh, you met some different people and that changed you. Um, a couple other notes on this one. Uh, one is that um, you'll notice that the student, the I in the essay, doesn't really show up into the third sentence, right? So it's a, it's a little bit delayed. Um, there are some readers who really prefer to see like the I show up, who is this applicant? Who is this student? Right away in the very first sentence, um, so they may not love this one, um, but uh, I think it's, if you, if you delay it a little bit, if you have I or me in the second or third by the third sentence for sure, it's normally okay. Most readers will give you to the third sentence to kind of show up and, and say who you are. Um, again, part of the mystery of this one is I don't know who the student is or how they're related to detasseling, and that does keep me reading. You don't want to postpone introducing yourself too late into the intro, though. Uh, The other thing here is that you notice she mentions I signed up in response to a dare and there was an antagonistic nature of the dare. So she was dared into doing this and that shows up on the next slide we'll see right here. Uh, So here's the loop. The concept of detasseling and what it requires is understood by few, yet those who have experienced it share a special bond. After detasseling, we did not see each other again as a group, but we parted with a respect for one another. I left valuing new things about myself and about other people, and I also won the dare." So here it's a kind of a traditional uh, conclusion at the end, right? She summarizes what she learned, right? I learned new things about myself, I learned new things about other people, Uh, so it could have stopped there and that would have been a pretty good conclusion, but she loops it back to the dare. Um, And what I love about that is, this was actually a pretty long essay, and so by the time I got to the conclusion, I totally forgot that that was the reason she started anyways was the dare. So I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about the dare. Um, but I can also really imagine the student with a really smug look on her face just saying, oh yeah, and I won. I beat you. Uh, I was right. I lasted. Um, so it just injects that personality, um, the sense of kind of a humorous, playful, maybe a little bit mischievous, like, haha, look at me. I won the dare. Um, And that is, I think that's really important for the the whole essay is to have that personality. A lot of students are so fun, so creative, so interesting. And then in their essays, they're a little bit afraid to show that they think they have to seem very serious or very academic or very professional even. Um, And I'm always telling students, no, if you're a humorous person, readers want to know that. I love reading essays with humor and with personality. Um, So whatever your personality is. look for ways to put that into into the essay, into the intro, to the conclusion, to all the parts in between. Uh, So really quickly, I'd like to tell you about uh, a couple things coming up. Uh, So we have some upcoming writing boot camps and webinars. Uh, So the boot camps, that's a two and a half hour block of time where you sit down and you've just cleared that out of your schedule, Um, no distractions, just you and your laptop writing and um, we host these I think about once every month or every three weeks even Um, and you'll go in we'll send you a link to our to the virtual space and you'll be working about every 30 minutes or so um, an essay consultant in this case me on the 25th I'll come by like again every 30 minutes and be like hey any questions how's it going are you stuck on anything Um, and if you are stuck or you need help I'll obviously offer help And even if you're not, I'll read over the draft that you have so far and give some tips like, hey, that looks great. Just keep going. Or, you know, maybe you veered off a little bit off topic, make sure that you you're answering the question that they're asking. Um, But it is a really, really productive time. Pretty much everyone that I know who's attended these has always said, I got so much done. It was helpful to, again, set aside that two and a half hours just to write, but also helpful to have someone to answer my questions and help me when I don't know what to do. Or when I'm not sure if I'm going in the right direction. I think um, just that little bit of guidance every, you know, every few minutes helps students to know that they're going in the right direction, that they are doing the right thing. Uh, So those are the boot camps. Again, the next one is on July 25th. So um, you can sign up, go to our website if you're interested in that. Uh, The second thing I'd like to talk about is our August 2nd webinar called uh, Best Common App Essay Topics. So I know a lot of you are applying to private schools and the Common App is obviously a big part of that. If you're still not sure like, what should I write about? Or I have a couple of ideas, I don't know which one is the the better one to choose. uh, This would be the perfect opportunity for us to kind of give some tips on what could make a really good Common App um, essay topic. And I'll turn it over to uh, Kelsey, who can tell us a little bit more about our talks.
0: Great. Thank you, James. Um, Wonderful. So first of all, I want to say thank you so much, James. You did such an amazing job. I loved hearing about all of these examples. And to me, it sounds like the through line is about showing who you are. You know, it's there's these great hooks that you're coming up with these examples that are really great. But the thing is, is that I noticed all of these examples show a little bit of humor or charm or something really unique about the student and I think it sounds like some of the messages also don't be afraid to show who you are in these essays you don't need to be so serious is that right oh yeah
1: absolutely that um again uh I love personality in the essays I think everyone every reader who reads lots of these um we like to see who you are I mean just um Jenny always says a good essay like a good conversation and a good conversation has personality. It should be interesting, it should be engaging, it should have a little bit, a lot of you in it. Um, So yeah that's totally important um, because again um, a lot of schools are doing, not necessarily doing interviews anymore during this time and so the essay is the part where they get to learn about your personality and that's where you need to bring that is whoever you are, whatever your strengths are, whatever your personality is like, they want to know that in the writing,
0: in the essay, absolutely. Great. Thank you, James. Um, So everybody, I know that we're right at 630. But if you can bear with us for a few more minutes, we just want to give you a little bit more information. Um, So we've put up this college talks, probably all of you know about this, um, but we've been streaming live on Facebook and on YouTube. And um, the, the goal here is to reach as many people give you guys access to admissions officers. Right, live right there. So be sure to try to make it live. If you can't make it live, of course we're gonna send you a recording, but live you'll be able to actually ask these admissions officers questions. And especially if you're interested in these schools, or even if you're not, um, it's going to give you information that's really valuable to these applications. The next one we have is with Lehigh University. Amazing, amazing place. Um, Very strong in technology and the arts and also highly, highly interdisciplinary. So I want to highly recommend that you come. It is on the 30th. And the other thing I want to tell you all is that, you know, these events are free. They're open to the community. So if you have friends that are really stressed out right now or beginning to think about the essays or you're worried about them because you know that they're not beginning to think about the essays, have them come. Have them follow us on social media. Make sure that you're following us yourself um, and sign up for these. And you know what? If you have a friend who's stressed out, have them give us a call because um, the first thing is a conversation and that's completely free and we can really help. Our goal is to help. So um, if you see anybody struggling, please make sure that they get our community resources at the very least. Um, now, I before we before we end um, i want to open it up to any questions i know i have some questions that i've had asked of me that i want to ask james um but i want to give everybody an opportunity like we said roll over the bottom where it says q a and you can type any questions into the question box um but please hang with us when we're done with questions i want to launch a quick poll and we really want to get what you guys are all thinking please before you sign off um so We're keeping an eye on the question box, but until then, I want to ask some of these questions we get a lot. Um, One of them is, James, specifically about the hook, Um, have you noticed any trends about different schools liking different types of hooks specifically?
1: Oh, that's a really interesting question. I would say, um, in general, like, uh, I would say in general, no. Like, it's more about finding the right hook for for your essay, what works with your topic and your writing style not necessarily what the school is looking for. The one thing kind of related to that I would say is the UCs are reading just literally thousands of essays. Every every application officer is reading thousands of essays because there's four of them per student. Right. Um, so uh, the hook needs to be, cl- it needs to clearly tell them by the end of the intro, what, it, what the essay is about. And if you guys go back through a lot of the ones that we've looked at, you'll see kind of in the place of where the thesis would be in a normal essay like the last sentence of the intro there is a sentence like I stutter and a UC reader knows okay this is going to be about stuttering or in that other one I used to be an actor okay so this is about how the student was an actor and why he quit Um, so there needs to be somewhere in that intro just a clear statement for the UCs because again they're reading fast they want to know clearly what is this about what am I supposed to be learning and uh, private schools, a lot of times they have a little bit more time. They can be a little bit more patient. Um, so that's the one thing I would say. But other than that, again, it's the hook that matches your topic and your personality the best.
0: Great. Thank you, James. I'm wondering you know, you mentioned the paradox. I'm sorry, not the paradox, the non sequitur and that that can be a little bit risky at times. And I'm wondering if you would think that for a school that does have that really high volume of applications, if that might be something you wanted to stay away from, unless you could get to yourself really quickly, or what, you, what your thoughts are on that?
1: Yeah, that's also a good question. Um, I, would say, so I, I would say in general, it, it, yes. My overall answer would probably be yes. Um, it is great, I think, to talk to a specialist to get that opinion because it's someone, Kelsey, like you or me, we've looked at lots of essays and we can give specific information on exactly what it works for this particular essay. But in general, I would say like, yeah, the non sequitur, that one was definitely for a common app. So it was going to private schools. People who have tons of time to like slowly kind of just read through the essays and soak, soak them in. Um, for us, like a public school. Um, where they're reading really fast, you might want to get to yourself pretty fast in the essay.
0: Got it. Thank you. Um, And my last question that I know a lot of people have on their mind is, you know, if they're worried that they can't write a good hook, can the essay still be a good, you know, really effective admissions essay if they don't, if it doesn't have a hook? Does it have to have a hook, James? That's a great question.
1: I mean, I would say kind of by default, whatever your first paragraph is, That'll become the hook, like that'll be, even if we don't have a special fancy name for it, like the non sequitur or the confession. Um, whatever your first paragraph is, especially the first three or four sentences, that'll be your hook. So I would say for students, don't feel a ton of pressure like, oh, I don't know what my hook is, I don't know what the, the type is, it's, it's not working, it's falling apart. That's not true. I would say the whole essay needs to again convey you convey your personality, your strengths, what you're interested in, who you are. And that will make it a good essay. I think it's always enhanced when the intro part is really catchy and really flashy um, or draws the reader in. Um, But it doesn't mean you can't write a good essay without having a specific style with a specific name. So I would say definitely don't put too much pressure on yourself in that way to to use one of these. Um, If you can, I think it's great. If you don't like don't overstress about that Um, I would say focus on uh, making sure the essay shows who you are and shows your personality and why you're a good match for your school
0: got it thank you so much James Um, all right everybody so unless there are any further questions I'm going to go ahead and launch the poll if you think of a question though while you're answering these the poll questions, um, p- feel free to pop them in. We're gonna, we're gonna hang out for a few minutes. Um, so like I said, feel free to pop in any questions into the Q&A box and then go and have fun with that poll. Yeah.
1: And I guess as everyone is doing that, I did wanna just throw out there, I know Kelsey mentioned
0: it, uh,
1: but this is a difficult and kind of a crazy time, both in admissions and in everyone's lives. Um, so again, we are trying to reach out to as many students, as many families as possible. If you or anyone else you know is like really struggling with your essays or any other part of the applications process, go ahead and reach out to us. You can follow us on social media or even give us a call, and we'd be happy to help you and kind of walk you through uh, the questions, because um, it doesn't have to be a stressful process with help.
0: That's a great point, James. It is a lot of work, and honestly, I can tell all of you, it's more work than anybody anybody thinks it's going to be when they come into it. And the thing is, is that you, you have to do it once and you have to do it once really, really well. And that's tough. It's hard to do something for the first time perfectly without having any time to practice. So that's why we're here and we're here to help. And James is a hundred percent right when he says it does not have to be stressful. If you start your work now, if you, you know, organize it really well, you have a good list, you do good research, you really take ownership of that process, um, you're going to be okay. And when it comes to the fall, you're going to see all of your friends and they're going to be like, it's a week before it's due and I haven't started writing yet. I promise you're going to have at least one, probably you're going to have one friend who didn't do that. But wouldn't you say James?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, every fall, um, the, the students we work with, uh, they'll come back to us when they start school and they're like, oh man, my friends are like, they are stressed out. They didn't get started. They don't know what's going on. Um, but I'm so glad that I used the summer well. Um, so yeah. It doesn't have to be a stressful time, but um, yeah, the sooner you get started, like Kelsey, you said like at the beginning, uh, the more time you have to write and the less pressure you'll feel.
0: Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you all um, for coming. We will be sending this recording out probably with tomorrow, if not by Tuesday, certainly. Um, So you can rewatch it, you can share it with anybody that you want, anybody that you think it would help. Um, And, you know, if you have any questions, you can always, you know, reach out, email us, email me, email James, um, and we would be happy to help. So thank you guys so much. And I hope you all have a wonderful night. Good night.